0: understand, ladies and gentlemen, it's sports education! I'm your champion!
1: Cactus,
2: that mean you're
0: not afraid of anything that I see? You no, know, it means I'm afraid of everything! That's friggin'
2: sweet! That is. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling 100. This is the 100th episode of We Don't Know Wrestling, uh, a wrestling podcast that is very, very bad. I cannot stress that enough. It is absolutely horrendous, and the fact that it is made it this far is incredible. It started with myself, Sam. And Tanner, uh, essentially chatting and saying, "Hey, we probably should start a podcast. I think we got good banter. We got, we can do this." So we started the Wazim cast, a even more horrendous name for a podcast. Um, that lasted twenty episodes somehow, and now we're here, uh, somehow getting four years deep. We started in May of two thousand and fifteen. It is June of twenty nineteen and what I put together today is a list of clips from our run, uh one clip from the Wiz-Zim cast and then a whole bunch of clips from We Don't Know Wrestling. it well not a whole bunch. I feel like that's really overselling it, so I'm gonna undersell it now. Uh just a few that I personally enjoyed uh as I was browsing through the catalog of episodes that I have a hard drive of um, I'm not saying these are the best clips that I could have chosen. I'm not saying um, these are going to be everyone's favorites. I'm just saying when I was going through and I was like, oh, I like that. That was fun. I'm going to put that in here. So here we go. Um, Starting out, um, just going to give us the very first intro of the very first We Don't Know Wrestling. And then uh, we'll go from there. Hello there, everyone. This is the first episode of We Don't Know Wrestling. I am a host, Sam, and with me, you know, with me as going to be usual, uh, Tanner. Tanner, how you doing?
3: New podcast, I'm doing well. Whoa, we are changing things up. That's going to be my mo every week, so you don't even need to introduce me anymore.
2: Okay, well, will just put. I'll, I'll sound clip that, and then we'll just, <clears> just edit that in. into every podcast. Good. I'll save save some time. Um, okay, yeah. First episode. It's going to be a little new, a little different. Well, I don't know. Who knows? Exactly the same, or exactly the same. Okay, so we have a special guest this week. Joining us is the owner of Woo Wrestling, Al Getz. Al, how you doing?
4: I'm doing great. i got to tell you I was worried because earlier today you guys were tweeting that you're going to have a really cool guest that people will enjoy a lot, and I just assumed that meant I was bumped.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you would be surprised how often that happens. <laughs> people
4: were like, wait, I'm the cool guest? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, and I'm on the first right. ever episode of this? I mean, that's just, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing here beside myself. <laughs> Literally.
2: We're on, a, we're on a new journey here, and you
4: are with us for first the ride. First passenger on the new
3: ride that is We Don't Know Wrestling.
2: Next up is one of my favorite guests on their first intro to the show, J.R. Goldberg. For this week, I never asked what he would like to be introduced as.
5: So we're just going to say, J.R.
2: Goldberg, how are you? I'm good,
5: I'm good. JR J. Goldberg is fine. J.R., uh, yeah, that's what I go by everywhere, so... Uh. So I'm just going
2: to start calling you good old J.R. and
5: <laughs> you'll get used to it yeah. real quick. I, th- I think I have one of those like uh, great combined wrestling names where my first name is J.R., my last name is Goldberg. And I I, I don't think that like you could get to... I mean, well, there's certainly better people that I could be named after, but... Uh, but that's a pretty wrestling name when you get right down to it.
3: Tanner's not.
5: <laughs> so. You have the Tough Enough guy, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started a real-life argument, or two people got in a real-life argument on Twitter one time because somebody was like, Tanner sucks, and was talking about Tough Enough Tanner, and somebody thought they were talking about me. They were like, no, <laughs> bullshit, Tanner doesn't suck. He's, he's kind of cool. Let's calm down. He's like, no, it was, it was pretty funny. I was at SmackDown when that happened fun fact hysterical either way Tanner's a piece of shit (laughs) um see Sam really believes that I don't know why you're even here he knows me the best so
2: then episode 11 of we don't know wrestling we had the now former at the time not current um man behind impact wrestling social media presence Garrett Kidney and with us this week, an actual special guest, um, Derek caz Kidney.
5: How you doing? I do not ever say Gaz-Caz in my presence <laughs> ever again.
3: <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen it. It's great. Uh, Go Rob coined
6: I it today. One, I, I, I don't like it. Shut so I can it. Hello.
3: So, why don't you like it?
6: Uh, no, I don't like Z's. I have a general <laughs> objection to Z's.
3: So, vegetarian hey, would also be off the table.
6: Yes, it would.
4: Garrett the That's zebra, worse. kidney. Garrett the zebra. What? the, That doesn't make sense. It's Garrett, got stripes. Bro. It's got stripes.
3: I, I, I got something. Garrett, you sound unsurprisingly British.
7: I. Most people sound they say American.
3: You do. You a lot more than Rob. Rob was I, on here a couple of weeks ago, and he, you know, got British all over the gaff. Is that something British people say all over the gaff? Gaff is more Irish than
5: British. Well, you know.
7: You're getting a little racist Both here, to t- Europe. Yeah. Americans or don't understand
5: state. the concept of Europe. Europe is all one thing to Americans.
7: I mean,
3: it is one continent. It's not like Europe's two so, continents. This is true. It's true. Europe is
6: one continent. Yep, yeah. that is a factual statement.
2: So I'm not sure where, where we're getting messed up here. <laughs> this is a solid understanding. Dog to Wrestling <laughs> Awards. <laughs> right. So,
6: Bloodborne.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure we had this discussion in the DMs that you both were uh, going to...
3: I'll
4: fight it.
3: ...over Super it. Mario Maker. Bloodborne's a bad uh, game.
4: <laughs> okay. Here we're getting right, okay. right up there to it.
3: It's yeah, going to come right out straight out, out there. Destiny, yes or no? You said Bloodborne's bosses
2: aren't very good. They're not. And awesome. I, I was in work and I had to go to the bathroom and just calm myself down after <laughs> seeing that. Because that's a genuinely upsetting statement that a person
3: made. I can imagine today. Sam yelling at his boss's Be, I, I, need ten. I'm late. Need... I'll be right back. <sighs> I just, I just left my desk, threw my headphones onto the table. <laughs> what the fuck did the same go? He's like yelling in the bathroom. It's so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a mess. It was
2: a mess. I was shaken. I was shaken. Not stirred. Um, okay. I don't know what we're gonna talk about this week for real, Z's. <laughs> Next up is from episode nine with Rob Reed, um, and it starts off with us attempting to have tricked Tanner, and then the follow-up section is what I can only refer to as um, the big cat.
3: Uh, I didn't know we were recording right now. I mean, at this <laughs> out, we're recording an hour earlier than usual. And I did not know. So I was eating when I got in the Skype call, which is, as you know, is one of my triggers because Sam does it every week. I actually don't do it every week. There's several podcasts. That's a hot take.
6: Um,
2: this was not, because
6: we, we, we beautifully worked, Hannah. This, this
3: whole
6: thing was worked. Let me work. preface
3: this by saying I didn't
6: really give a shit.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I
6: am deeply offended now. <laughs> deeply offended. Uh, well, you, yeah. That's not how you seemed in the DMs when you were crying about me not coming on, but yeah, I, I think see I you cried. changing the story. I I, I'm going to get these quotes up while uh, someone else tells the story. Because yeah, at the moment, well, no, I don't know
3: the story, so seems like the ball's in Sam's court.
6: I mean, no one's, like, listening to this, so we don't really need yeah, to. Yeah, nobody
3: actually listens to this podcast. The,
6: like, I, I'm actually the only person who actually listens, so now you have zero audience.
3: <laughs> yeah, because no one's listens to a podcast they're on?
6: It's true.
3: I don't
2: listen to our podcast. Joe Lanza
6: does, apparently.
2: That's my favorite bit about the podcast Joe Lanza listens to. Voice of the Wrestling, that's it. That's where, it, <laughs> that's where he draws the line. That's the only thing I'll let him listen to. I do not want to steal bits from other people, which oh, is frick. fair, and at the same time, it's kind of funny.
6: I steal I everything. You know I do that, that thing over on MOW um, now, yeah? Big League? Um, okay. Speaking of Big League, okay. this is a DM Rob sent me after I said, it's fine you can't be
3: on the podcast this week, but we have to have you on sometimes. This is the first thing he sends me. One day I'll be real fuck on your podcast. That's the quote. Direct quote, no, no, I did
6: not change he'll a be, single word. He'll, no, no, you missed... His, no, I don't, know what, missed uh,
3: I don't know what the fuck that means.
6: You missed his quote. His his quote before that... Right, okay, let's read this whole conversation. He goes, oh. <laughs> You want to be on the podcast... You want to be on the podcast this week, you mark. Really invitation, by the way, real fuck. So he <laughs> says real like fuck first. And I go, I say, nah... I'm already booked for another podcast this weekend, uh, this Wednesday, perhaps another week. And then he says it's fine. We've got to have you on sometimes, though, which should be sometime, but apparently Tanner can't type.
3: I'm from the uh, South. Fuck off.
6: <laughs> and and one um, day I'll be real fuck on your podcast, which makes a lot of it sense. It totally um, made sense. Um, so, yeah, we've kind of started in the middle of that story. So this is great, great audio. Uh, we should pump the brakes right now and uh, you know reverse a little.
2: So we're trying to work Tanner into a shoot here and make him come off silly, Which, and it, then Case Low ruined everything. <laughs> I think that's the moral of most stories that happen <laughs> on wrestling Twitter. Case Low ruined it. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, I guess you. Yeah, so we're gonna have Rob cancel on you. And that was gonna be a who, mm-hmm. then. Case was going to cancel on oh. you, and that was going to be a hoop. And then Case forgot to cancel on you mm-hmm. until today uh-huh. of the recording. But then
3: Case shoot canceled, and then Case shoot canceled on me. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, just like are you are you working me?" Canceled here? last week.
2: So back to making a mockery of Tanner's. Yeah, you don't escape that easily. Yeah,
3: I would hope not, because that would have been some shit banter.
6: Basically, why are you doing all these gimmicks with the, the underlining and the the double underlining and the italics and all all that other shit when you could literally just put a number next to the match? You wanna know why? Here let me tell you something.
3: I can <laughs> highlight and underline or bold or italicize faster than I put stars down.
6: No no, literally just a number. It's one click of a button. Well, why the hell would I do numbers? doesn't make sense. Why the hell would you do underlining? It makes sense to me! Whoa! Jesus! fucking (laughs) fuck this! Is that 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 an
3: acceptable term over there? It's not an acceptable term.
6: It kind of is, but it's not. True! (laughs) What? It's not like. You're making yourself a big piece of of shit here. Oh, I'm a real piece of shit. Yeah, you little edgy 18-year-old. I'm at that age, I've got to try and like pretend I'm well, That's a big ass fucking cat. <laughs> what? What's <laughs> Facebook? That's a really big cat.
3: It's like, a big cat. Go on. Talk about Rob being a piece of shit, right?
4: I, <laughs> what are you... I think don't know. You okay there, man?
3: I wonder if Rob acts like this to the podcast every week.
7: <laughs>
3: just starts hyperventilating.
2: He just can't handle his own banter. <laughs> he's, a, he's like,
3: I fucking got him with that underlined comment. Oh, man, that was good. Got him. <laughs> Ooh,
2: this the definition tripper. of can't handle your banter.
3: I'm actually What's kind of worried you? about him. He hasn't breathed in, like, five minutes.
7: Jesus!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh we made him cry when we called him edgy. I don't know.
6: you <laughs> broke it. I didn't know European people broken. could express emotion outside of grump. Well, the problem is we store it all up and then. Oh Jesus!
3: Fuck <laughs> down when somebody says. Look at that fucking cat.
4: Look at that fucking cat. <laughs> 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 what is so funny about
6: he that? It was
3: literally a big cat. <laughs>
6: You've
2: broken me. Jesus. The next clip is very time and place. It is a conversation with obviously myself, Tanner, and TJ Hawk discussing a match that PWG decided to book. And I don't know why I picked it other than it just brought me back to a very specific moment. And I had very specific feelings during this time. And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, It's weird how this audio instantly triggers me in a way that I was not expecting. So here it is.
3: Oh, so let's talk about Skrull Thatcher. How stupid is that? Can you give context on why it's stupid? Cause I know, but
4: Marty Skrull sucks.
3: No, no because no, it's no, booked no. already. It was booked for December 18th and now it's booked on December 12th and two different promotions in the same state imagine having access to Timothy Thatcher and you book him in the same match. Because he's not working night one because he's working the TPI or whatever. Supposedly.
4: Allegedly. That's, def- that's definitely not allegedly. going to happen. <laughs>
5: allegedly.
4: <laughs> allegedly.
3: But here he is, working Marty Scurll six days before he works Marty Scurll again. And I guarantee you, their match six days later, probably going to be better in this match.
2: And it's anyone that doesn't know, because Tina never said it, uh, all pro wrestling is the promotion that is going to be happening, uh, Mario Scarface vs. Timmy Thatcher, the next week. So, uh,
4: Once yeah, once cool. again, I'd like to point out, uh, I think my number one match I'm excited for involves Roderick Strong, and my number two match I'm excited for involves Chuck Taylor.
2: That sounds about right. Sounds about right for TJ show.
4: I think it's safe to say I'm the biggest Chuck Taylor fan uh, on this podcast. I think that's, that's
3: fair. I think that's fair. I think and I don't, I don't hate on Taylor. Oh, well, there we go. But,
4: uh, no, I uh, I have a lot of fondness for Chuck. Why is that? I, I think, I mean, like, I think if you're really offended by the idea of him being like, watch out, I'm a fake wrestler, ha, 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 like, then you're not going to like him. It does, that doesn't bother me, and it makes me laugh, so. And I, th- I like the fact that every once in a while he can turn it on and be a fun, flippy guy, too. So, you know, I think he adds something to a lot of shows that he's on. Despite I like on fact-
3: commentary. I think he's legitimately one of the best commentators One hundred the independent
4: scene. 100%. And uh, I, I think he has something to offer. And not a lot. I don't feel that way about a lot of wrestlers.
2: I will say both Chris Hero and Steve T- 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 Thatcher are missing from night one. So that TPI is going to happen. Oh. It's just going to happen. Even though it though doesn't happen. No, it's a one-nighter. So, so there you go. That's that's happening. Uh, still, yeah, I, I think it's just. Too, I was I was actually mad. And I don't know. I shouldn't be because who gives a shit about wrestling? Um, True. That PWG booked Mario Scroll versus Timothy Thatcher mostly because that's a match for all pro wrestling. That's out of their comfort zone. They don't usually book those sorts of matches, and I thought it was cool that they were booking it because that's just a different route for them. And another sort of matchwork to me, Thatcher that seemed like a spotlight, and now PWG just books it like it's a, some fucking undercard match. For whatever reason, I have now decided to include the embryonic stages of the political hit theory delivered by Dylan Hales.
7: You know the the, the problem too is that the Royal Rumble decision and how that played out, which was all time level bad. I think was seriously compounded by the match that Reigns and Daniel Bryan had at Fastlane because while I thought it was a very good match, you know, if you're trying to get over Roman Reigns as a world beater who's going to go wrestle Brock Lesnar, uh, who at that point was being portrayed as a guy that you know, uh, fucking God couldn't hurt, like you really, you really shouldn't spend most of the match selling for Daniel Bryan, (laughs) a big portion of that match. Was reigns working underneath and you know I, I under like they booked themselves into a situation where they almost had to do that because if if reigns comes out and squashes daniel bryan i mean people are going to be even more pissed but it, it was just a, like a really poorly a poor idea on paper that was even poor in the way it was done despite the fact that it was a really good match um you know, and then, I mean, look what happens. Look where Reigns goes after WrestleMania. I mean, what's he doing after WrestleMania?
4: Is it dragging, one of the... Dragging Big Show to a decent match.
7: Yeah, I mean, he's wrestling <laughs> yeah. the Big Show. Who's, I mean, if if there's anybody you don't want to have a feud with in the WWE in 2015, it's probably the Big Show. <laughs> like, like that's Or Bray probably, Wyatt. <laughs> or, or Bray Wyatt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I, it, it's just, it's amazing to me. And they're putting him in these positions with these promos where there's absolutely a no win situation. Even something like the face off that he had with Brock right before WrestleMania with the stupid tug of war for the title, <laughs> which was the weakest <laughs> the weakest Brock has ever looked on WWE television. Like, and it, it certainly didn't do Reigns any favors. I just I refuse to believe that these things are all just well WWE mistakes. You know, I just there's mistakes and then there's this. Like this is. It comes across as, like, way – like, if you're trying to push a top guy. When was the last time they tried to? Cena. Maybe
4: 2005? Yeah. Yeah, Like, 2004, 2005. So, like, if you compare the two, I mean, not only the result that obviously it worked out great for Cena, but the build was far
7: smarter. Well, yeah. I mean, like, where's Roman Reigns' match that would be akin to the uh, JBL-Cena-I-Quit match, for example? So just take it like one example. Well,
4: you know, it could have been the show match, but it wasn't for the title because he just lost.
7: Yes, you know, so right. that
4: that kind of could have served as that match. I agree but with that because it's kind of like the the guy who probably shouldn't be in the spot in the first place, and the new star actually has a great match with him.
7: Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong i I think um, I think John Cena is a unique talent, and I. As much as as much as I like Roman Reigns as a performer, I don't really think he has the same overall package that uh, John Cena has, and by that I mean John Cena has a bigger dick. But <laughs> oh. well, if you've seen oh. train wreck, you see
4: Trainwreck, you could probably assume that is the case.
7: But uh, <laughs> um, I, I just don't think he's the same level of talent, and, and like if you're talking big picture, but that doesn't mean that the sabotage is not on Roman Reigns. I just think that there's a lot of evidence to support that theory. Um, And I, and I will, I'm probably going to write about this eventually. I've already sketched out an outline. Uh, And and there are alternative theories. too. you know, one, another theory that's been bandied around is that the idea that Paul Heyman has more influence than people realize. And he has gotten people's ear and, and, you know, as sort of helped to make Reigns look like a fool so that Brock is clearly going to be the top star and they'll always need him and they'll always have to have his number on speed dial. I'm suspicious of that, but again, this is Paul Heyman. And if, if you look at the contract that uh, Brock got, it's kind of mind-blowing for a guy who's done absolutely nothing to move numbers and done nothing to help the company at all.
4: But he Brock got a raise, right? That's, yeah, what, he's... Was, that's what blew my mind.
7: <laughs> he got a raise
4: after the last. Yeah, he got, he got a raise. This is
2: bringing up some real and, good memories from this year. And To
4: me, <laughs> I, because I don't particularly care about the business quite as much as a lot of people like like Dylan, like yourself does. I, I, I don't care that they're spending all that money to have two great Brock matches a year, but it doesn't make any less dumb for them.
7: Yeah, I, I mean it's it's a profoundly stupid thing to do from a business perspective. Now, from an in ring perspective, I've got no problem watching three. You know, I guess this year we probably got maybe three or three really good Lesnar I, matches. I, I think we
4: got two arguably match of the year contenders, and the first Undertaker yeah. match completely overdelivered. So
7: I thought the second one did too. Frankly, I yeah. didn't like
4: it quite as much, but that's you know not uh, not near not nearly. I mean, it was good. It was unquestionable. It's
2: being, it's being wildly overrated over at cementicato
7: oh yeah i agree with that and i usually mike. agree with those guys on more often than not but i think they had it like number one i'm like no they
4: have it number one
7: i was no, like no, mike man. but with the cell match yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well okay hey hey hey, hey. hey it had well, blood those guys i was just blood. i was just about to say devin nailed it <laughs> phil is an admitted vampire so um double juice in the wwe main event in 2015 is probably going to get you to the top spot <laughs> like automatically you have to work out of being in the top spot. If, if you have, <laughs> gotta do something real dumb. Gotta do something real dumb. But uh, you know what's weird about the Brock run? This is completely not related to the political hit at all. But uh, I'm gonna do what Tanner does and just say random shit. The what's like Brock squashes have kind of sucked. Like the squash matches, like the Kofi and Bro- Big Show match, like. I would expect Brock to, like, have had, like, entertaining squashes, especially because they built those two specials around him, and I thought they both kind of sucked.
4: What what (laughs) didn't you like about them? Because I know we disagreed about both of those at the time.
7: I just thought they were really, like, they didn't have any energy to them at all, I didn't think. Uh, The Japan match had more, but not as much as I would have expected. I thought the show match had, like, little to none, and... It was not, like, an entertaining steamrolling. It wasn't, like, a match with Pace that really jumps out. It was just, you know, Lesnar in there doing a couple things, and that was that. I mean, like, there was nothing um, nothing particularly violent about it at all in either case. I was really disappointed by both of them.
4: I, I think if he did that, you know, fifteen times a year, I probably wouldn't like any of them. But if he's only doing it once or twice a year, I'm still probably going to enjoy it. But I'm I'm a Brock Mark, so I can't uh, deny that. My uh
8: my
7: my favorite part of the uh, Lesnar show squash was that was that gift or whatever that came online or that where they had like the post match for where you know they, they 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 caught him calling the spot or whatever, and Brock's like, all right, I guess. I, I guess he was referring to Vince or something that, you know, he wants another F5 and Vince is, and shows like, oh, the piece of shit. And he gives an F5. But that, that happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- there was a gift that somebody posted on PWO. I mean, I suppose it could have been, it could have been made up, but it, 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 it looked legit to me. I mean, it, it, it was, somebody posted it on PWO F- uh, on the, on the thread of the show. That was, that was, that was the best part of the match. It was, was, <laughs> was, 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 uh, was, uh, basically confirming that Vince was Vince going give him another goddamn damn ass
2: <laughs> I decided to include a clip of one of the more awkward uh, exchanges in We Don't Know Wrestling history because you know if this podcast does anything um, it's awkward at times uh, so this is me and Steven Graham <laughs> But you usually got you know, to subscribe
8: to the That was the shocking thing to me uh, when I started doing podcasts is to find out, like, people go to SoundCloud and listen through SoundCloud.
2: It's a like a garbage how, way how's to do it. How is that
8: possible?
2: I mean, I get people do it, but still, don't do that.
8: Like, do you you care? your, like, like, how are you doing? Like, what are you? You sitting there knitting a sh- like a sweater while you like I need to I do it while I'm doing the dishes I uh, I listen to podcasts when I'm walking my dog or I'm on transit to work like I don't understand do they have unlimited data like are you just stationary while you're listening to a podcast
2: I can't be stationary I use podcasts as a way of moving time uh, quicker <laughs> it's podcasts are actually time machines they don't they haven't looped in that little secret yet but they might time move about twice as fast it feels like
8: um and there's actually like uh there's something to that because um there was this comic podcast um i still listen to from time to time comic uh, geek speak um a lot of my favorite hosts have moved on so i don't listen to it much Bastards. Uh, yeah you know people have lives and stuff they should stop and that. <laughs> i used to when I was getting caught up onto it, I used to, like, sometimes put it on while I was taking a bath. And if I ever turn that podcast on again, like, the opening music, I feel like like I'm wet a little bit. Like, I'm... <laughs> I have, like this hmm? weird flashback. It's like, oh... That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how... Don't ever uh, say
2: that again. I think I gotta <laughs> mark this episode as explicit now.
8: I didn't use the word moist.
2: <sighs> you did say that you get wet, though. So I'm just it's debatable we're really <laughs> straddling a line here
8: what line are we straddling
2: i don't know i just know every time i go to the bathroom i'm bringing a podcast with me because i never know how long that venture's is gonna take
8: but um, do you ever listen to a podcast and like feel like you're on a toilet
2: no but sometimes i'll end up closing my eyes by accident which is also what i do in the bathroom so oh you just gotta take in the scenery brother gotta take in the scenery take a quick cat nap there I'm mostly doing this at work, but, you know, fall yeah. asleep on the toilet for a few minutes. Give yourself that extra break. You deserve it. Maybe. It's a little, Maybe. little life, life hack there. <laughs> I'm going to put that in Reddit. Um,
8: life hacks is one of the most idiotic terms <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> like, I saw one once. It was like, ooh, life hack. You can rip off the end of your 12-pack of Coke and shove it into your fridge. (laughs) There you go. I was like, what the... How's that... I don't get it. What does it even mean? (laughs) How is is your life better? And how does... uh, Like, is hacking always something that makes everything better?
2: Yes. Because we all want to be hackers.
8: I I watched a documentary about that with uh, Angelina Jolie from the 90s interesting oh uh, yeah and um i don't think they had the best life hackers probably not probably not you um, know uh, what uh snowden you know he had to leave the country the american country so maybe it was a <laughs> blessing in disguise maybe all americans should hack something so they can get kicked out <laughs>
2: That's one way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Had to include a clip from one of my favorite episodes of We Don't Know Wrestling, uh, where Andrew Hall and Brock Trangy break down backyard wrestling in the community uh, behind it for me.
0: This, Grabgasm 8, right? Presumably there was a 1 through 7. Um, <laughs> you would hope so. <laughs> gra- grabgasm, they, they did these as they would go. To Cooperstown, New York, for a weekend. This, the same group of guys every month, and they would film two episodes on Saturday, two episodes on Sunday, and they did twenty of these to make like a full season of wrestling, mm. so to speak.
1: Story-driven um, wrestling,
0: specifically. Yeah, full storylines, feuds, promos, the whole nine. Uh, they did a they did a Cybernetico to blow off a feud, mm. like a full nine on nine batting order Cybernetico. Um, and like all sorts of stuff, um, so that like that this was very uh, unique in, in that sense. So and that's why it, that's why it's these clip
2: packages rather than the music videos. So some Chikara marks got uh, got yarding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's doing Cyber um, Okay. I don't think
1: there's ever been another one in in the yard. That might be the only one.
2: That would be that'd be something you can put your hat on right there.
1: Yeah. It was like an hour long. Like it was a yeah. lot of work.
2: It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, there started, was started our at midnight. Kopke matches. Started at midnight? That can't yeah. be.
0: That's no. true.
1: No. That's
2: correct. Why would you do that? Are you an idiot? Get yeah, it together, they, they, people.
0: They were they were so at the at these shows you could camp out in this yard. So people just set up their tents sure. and they and they and they wrestled and they drank and there were shenanigans involved. But yeah, that's Cybernetico Bell was that? It was the main event. Started at midnight. <laughs> good. Backyard
1: wrestlers aren't too good at running shows.
0: Yes, we're not organized. <laughs> yes. We don't have we don't have Vince and Gorilla. We've yeah. got we've got Marcus Santafonte, and I mean you, you know <laughs> like, who's that guy?
2: Okay, so I have not much to say about the match, but I think this uh, these excavates have helped uh, again give me some hmm. a better idea of what the potential of these yarding. Uh, groups can do
1: yeah i wanted to i wanted to give you like a variety among these among these videos not just of like time period and uh location but just of like content to i mean backyard wrestling isn't isn't just a couple of people rolling around on a mattress when they're eight years old like it's it's a lot more organized than that it's a lot more like widespread than that and it, it has a lot of things going into it
2: next up we have myself tim poshner and Brock Hankey giving you the dream over 40 shoot-style tournament that you've always wanted. I'm going to give you guys the option to pick one or the other, whatever you feel is easiest for you. Um, from Tanner, he said, pick eight current U.S. indie guys you would put in a shoot-style tournament. Then from a Heavy Machinery Fan at Villainski Konjik. Um... Issue: you select an eight-man shoe style to tournament lineup, with the catch being that you can only pick active wrestlers over 40 years old.
1: Oh, shit. I didn't do active, so I'm going to have to remove one guy from this list. Uh, I move that we don't recognize Tanner's question because it's Tanner.
2: I, I mean, always. That's my policy, That's but fair. I That's thought fair. I wanted to give him a shot this time. Well, too bad, Tanner. So sad. Okay, so we got to pick guys over 40. Um, do we want to make this a group project or solo each person? It's, too, it's too group. I don't it's think, we can, do, yes. yeah, I don't think yeah. we can do 24 different guys. Yes, okay, good, good. Um Very difficult. So we, we, well, yeah,
9: and if we both, if we all have to leave and do our work separately, <laughs> we, like, I know that you don't do a lot of editing to the podcast there, Sam. It'll
2: just be dead air. <laughs> It'll, It'll just be my keyboard typing. It'll be great. Yeah.
9: What do we consider active?
1: I thought you were going to say, what do we consider, 40? Okay.
9: <laughs> <laughs> there has been some fuzzy logic lately, especially, you know, with Americans and alternative facts. Well, I, so... I was going
1: to I was gonna bring up a luchador, and, and sometimes their ages are a little fuzzy. Uh, yeah, but like, one guy
9: like under, <clears throat> Undertaker. Like, they try to pretend like he's not over 50.
1: He totally is. I don't know why they <laughs> pretend. Um, but speaking of that luchador, there is one guy who is definitely over 40 and has been over 40 for quite some time. Uh, who is... Really good at uh, shoots or um, shoot adjacent matches in Lucha Libre, and it's someone I'm surprised we haven't brought up yet. Uh, but Black Terry.
2: All right. Oh, yeah. That's actually okay. really good. That that works. That works. He's a he's bloodied a few guys up in his day with his fist, So just a couple. Just a couple. It'll, it'll it'll do. It'll do in a pinch. Okay. God. Why? Are...
9: So, okay. How active? How recent do they have to have wrestled to be active
2: past past year past year just
1: one match in the past year who are you thinking here yeah
9: well i start my original was i was gonna say antonio but (laughs) Uh, that's ridiculous That's
1: stretching it when did he last wrestle
9: uh god who knows um
1: he retired in the 90s
9: yeah he hasn't wrestled since 2000 um so i was thinking if maybe you give me the, the decade but that's not uh, the, the other one though. I have okay. I have one. There are there are
1: people there are people who write for wrestling with words who were born since Antonio Inoki retired. This is true. That's that's not active. That's
9: true. I have one that his last match was within five years.
2: Okay, who is it? Don Fry. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: I want to take Don Fry. That's a good name.
2: Can we add in Dan Severn while we're here?
9: Oh, That's little... just, yeah! Fuck that.
1: That's oh, you want to just take Dan Severin and throw away Don Fry?
9: Well, I would. Re- I personally would rather have Don Fry, but Dan Severin is like less fuzzy active. Yeah, he's and an there's, actual there's... active wrestler. There's yes.
1: only a, there's only room in this tournament for one great mustache.
9: <laughs> this is true. Don Fry is the better mustache, though. Can we accept that? I, or... I would say that, yeah. If he had had a match more recently, he would smoke Severin.
1: Sure. Okay okay um sam you have not included a name yet
2: i mean i just did but okay okay well, I, I, I well, the,
1: okay you're right um
2: you you said so speaking of don fry let's uh let's get Takayama in here oh boy my favorite let's i uh, feel like that's a strong fit here
1: despite the fact that he has had very serious recent
2: injury concerns ah uh, well Eh, what are you gonna do sure
1: He's been having those a long time.
2: You look at his so, Wikipedia no. page, and in April 2017, won both the KOD Tag Team Championship with Dino and the Right to Challenge Anytime, Anywhere armband for the KOD Open Weight Championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, look at that.
1: It was recent.
9: <laughs> After suffering yeah. a spinal
2: cord injury, he's got that going for him as well. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
9: Yeah, he was just yeah he was just tag team champs, or he he might even currently be tag team champions now that I think of I mean, it. But don't. In DDT, no, I'm I lo- not okay. sure. I'll,
2: I didn't read far enough into this article. I didn't read about the injury yeah. aspect of it, so yes, um, they
1: stripped him of the of the contract at the very least.
2: Yeah, uh, because the injury, uh, him and Dino were stripped of the the, the tag team championships on May 9th. So I'm so gonna- he just
9: recently became permanently inactive. Uh, was-
2: well define permanent you know we're (laughs) we're being i
1: think if i think if we have the means to put on this hypothetical eight man shoot style tournament that we also have the means to acquire a time machine so i think we can go back before that ever happens
2: just like i i just need like 11 days just sure that's that's all i'm asking for here (laughs)
9: Uh, all right well okay this is this is active over 40 and it doesn't have to be american though right sure Dick Togo.
1: Damn, that's a good one. I don't, I don't. think I've ever seen him in a shoot style setting, but like,
9: close enough.
2: He can. Yeah, he can make it work. He's wrestled for Battle Arts, hasn't he? He probably has. I'm pretty sure he has. I'm sure. I has, mean, has. it wasn't like very shooty, but uh, he was there. I mean, he's just sort of the guy
1: who could make that make
2: that happen. I, I think, think it was a also had great Sasuke and uh, Tiger Mask, so it was a little fun. <laughs> shooters, <laughs> real yes. sho- real shooters. Real shooter. Which tiger
9: mask? Actually, <laughs> one of them is shooty.
2: Couple of them. Now I kind of want Great Sasuke in there. Is he still? Is he still doing doing the gimmicks?
9: I he does.
1: He always does the Great Space War, but I'm not sure if he wrestles outside of that. Okay. Okay. He's had at least one match in the last like six months, but outside of that, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm gonna throw in an American since. Tim just brought it up and it's a guy who has been influenced by a lot of these people. Uh, and someone I like a lot who can easily go out in the first round if he needs be. Uh Dan Math.
9: Oh, nice.
1: Or is it Moth? No, it is Moth because Mafia. Yeah,
9: yeah. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good one. Um
1: I would love to see really a burning th- hammer in a shoot style in a shoot style match. <laughs>
9: he I think he could actually pull off a shoot burning hammer. It might work, yeah. Yeah, just like King Moe was able to pull off a shoot made in Japan. I think yes. that yes. Moff could take it the other way.
1: <laughs> you were asking a question though, Tim.
9: Um I was gonna say the same kind of the same thing holds up though, like how shooty is Mop. Moff. Moff doesn't have a real shoot background. Like <sighs> he might have, you know done some, style matches?
1: might have done some amateur wrestling, but he's just sort of like in that crew along with like
9: strong style thugs. Yeah, yeah. He's just one of those dudes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a I mean, that's a good one.
2: Sam, you got anything? I got... I'm thinking. This is, this is tough. I mean... Well,
1: there was someone we brought up earlier that we were... Um... Oh, no. I'm thinking of someone else. There was someone we did bring up earlier. Bobby though, Lashley. This...
2: Yeah. Because Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley will throw Bobby in there.
9: Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. What? How many do we is... have now? Uh, there's
2: is six. Okay. 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 So we're getting right. there. We're really approaching this one. We got this. Mm-hmm.
9: And this is mm-hmm. easier than we thought.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's taking a, some real effort here, but you know, we're making it work. <laughs> is there anyone from the UK who would fit this, or that, or Europe in general? Um, everyone in you know, that scene like, just Im- seems super young.
1: Immediately, um, like you got to think like the Tetsujin guys, but yeah, like those are all young dudes.
9: Well, and I, what's uh, I'm trying to think? Johnny Kidd just retired technically. Yes. Yeah. And all the world of sport guys essentially fell off the map uh-huh. when world sports stopped. They just stopped wrestling. Yeah. There is there is possibly a chance that Doug Williams is old enough.
1: He's prob probably old enough. I'm not he sure if he could be active.
9: close.
2: Doug is 44. Oh,
9: so Doug Williams is a, a possible call for a UK guy.
2: Um, if we need a UK guy to pinch, I think he would ha- he would do. I'm not he's, sure got, if I
9: mean, would... he's got some shoot background too. Yeah. And he's pretty, I mean he is good. That's not like a not like a knock on him or anything.
2: He's okay. <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah,
2: You're shitting on a uh, good old good old Doug here. Shooting that shitting
9: on everybody. It's t- and uh, like it's You're tough to think bad. of like German like German guys because the only company that anyone yeah. follows in Germany is WXW and they don't they it's... don't keep like nostalgiax.
1: It's nuts that Walter isn't 40, but yeah. Yeah.
9: Like, he's
1: like they, he's, the, he's the one who immediately comes to mind, but he's, like, 10 years younger than that somehow.
9: And, like, I think even Absolute Andy is, like, not that old.
1: Yeah, I don't he's know. He's, like, the I'm not, guy there. And I'm not sure if he would translate super well here.
9: No, nah, he'd be terrible in shoot style.
1: Yeah. Can't be doing Absolute knee drops in a, in a shoot <laughs> style match.
9: <laughs> absolute Andy is 33. I feel like a real piece of shit.
1: He feels, wow. he feels. older.
9: How rude of you! He feels like he's like eighty years old. He's got like a punch. He, yeah, I just dads are just getting younger and younger. I think. Where does? <laughs> oh goodness! All right. So we want
1: to go with Doug Williams to get our European inclusion. Yeah, yeah,
9: yeah. and that puts us at seven.
1: Uh huh. Now, where can we go with this one? Can we go with uh, a legend of the style? I think we've. We don't really outside of Takayama who had like the UWF background.
2: I, I might wanna replace Takayama. With who? Too cold.
1: Too cold Scorpio? Yes.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I am
2: I am baffled <laughs> by this. No, I think it works. Uh, Just trust me. It's uh I've got <laughs> a lot of soul searching here and uh, trust me, it all checks out. Um,
9: oh my god, that's yes. That's fantastic.
1: I'm doing it, I'm adding him.
9: Yeah, that's it. He's in. So, <laughs> so our final one, we could go like the respectful route that kind of makes sense, and I think he has to have had a match recently. Yuki Ichikawa.
1: Uh, Ishikawa wrestles a couple times a year. Yeah, like he's yeah. still somewhat active.
2: I haven't seen him in seventeen matches, which is very frustrating.
9: Uh-huh. Or we could go the other side. Um, with Curry Man,
2: hmm, you really went, you went away because, with that one. Okay,
9: because he's older than forty and he yes. can shoot. I he's,
2: guess no, we can't. Um, no Curry Man. We're, I'm gonna pass on the on the all Curry right. Man.
1: I think I think one of those like Ichikawa or Ikeda types or Funaki even. He might be the most active of all of them. I think I think someone along that line yes. would be best.
9: I mean, Funaki is who uh, Takeyama won those tag titles from. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Gosh. So, what a weird thing.
9: Yeah, um, that was a very. <laughs> Did, neither of you guys saw that match. Uh, no, I, I don't watch wrestling. Uh, it was like three shooters, one of which is Takeyama, so it like kind of yes. doesn't count. Um, and and Dino. <laughs> Don Chocantino in a tag match that was like pretty good, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We complain about it.
1: And he makes it work.
9: Yeah, the tag team of uh, of Funaki and, wow, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, now? I
1: forget his name. I love him. He's the one-based yeah, kid. Uh, Sakaguchi?
9: Yeah, Sakaguchi was, like, actually a really awesome tag team.
1: Uh-huh. And he's almost, he's close to 40, Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi?
9: Oh, yeah, you're right. He actually he got,
1: is. He got into wrestling super late. Well,
9: because he was and, MMA. And,
1: yeah, and basically just because he wanted to make his dad happy. Yeah. <laughs>
9: Right, <laughs> his dad. His dad was kind of badass. If he uh-huh. still wrestled, I would probably put him in this
2: tournament.
1: Think I think he's in his seventies, but yeah.
2: But he's he a fucking badass. Totally I, I think that. I'm very confused about who you're talking about.
1: Uh, dude, like got a
9: Yuki,
2: ton of Yukio Sakaguchi.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yukio Sakaguchi. He got a lot of like, Ooh, okay. Uh, yakuza tattoos, uh, okay. black hair, but with blonde not streaks but like oh, the top of it is dyed black. they're not just tips cuz they're not they're not tips it's like the whole top of his head but the he, black is like underneath he had bleached
9: his hair but he lets his roots grow out
1: i guess yeah that's really what that's what it yeah. is
2: uh okay okay
1: he's good he's real good for a guy who has like 3 years of wrestling experience yeah, he's really fun i don't I watch i don't t-
2: watch DDT yeah can't blame okay. him okay it's hard to watch now here's now. the other one I'm not subscribing to their service
9: yeah, that, that was kind of a hindrance, I think, for a lot of people for, to watch CDT was the, the service. Because um, people don't like to pay for things. Now, here's the other one. Now, depending on what we will allow in the forms of, like, uh, prosthetics. What? Uh,
1: I have no, no, no idea where you're
9: going. one. I'm dropping this one right now. I forgot. Zach <laughs> I forgot something. Yeah, I was going to say Zach Gowan. No, uh, didn't, uh, didn't TNA get another one-legged guy who's like a shooter?
1: Oh, I don't know. He re- had a, He a was in the army? In yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a like a marine who got his leg blown off or something?
2: Yes. I mean, we could always just put Atsuka in this thing and call it a day, <sighs> but that seems just too easy, almost.
9: What about Fujiwara?
2: We could do that. Let's put Fujiwara I, in there.
9: We have to pick, like, our final... He's like our <laughs> yeah. nostalgia guy. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, is, like, a lot of these guys are great, but they're also guys that I think would lose in the first round because they're a little old. <laughs>
9: No, 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 no. Kick no, no, no to we, we gotta get one. We pick one, and he's our guy, and he makes it all the way to the finals.
1: I think Lashley would be that. God.
9: Yeah, that's true.
1: But he's gotta face Rampage somebody.
9: Brown?
1: I think we need a Japanese dude because, like, our Japanese representation is Dick Togo, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a little sparse for how that for shoot style. Yeah, I know. Especially
5: <laughs> we're doing. <laughs>
2: We made some like, real interesting this calls this here. Vader
9: match that just recently happened?
2: What are you talking about, Tim? The way he was dies.
9: Vader in? match that had Fujiwara, Fujinami, Koji Kanemoto, was... Koshinaka? It's...
1: It is distressing when Koji Kanamoto is the youngest guy in the match.
9: <laughs> I'm looking... Who booked this? Anyways, uh, Koji Kanamoto was just in the... Um... In ambition, uh, sixteen carat. He was pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, Oh no, he did both. Yeah. No, right? Yes. Yeah, he was in a. No, wait. Yeah. yeah, he was in ambition too. I think. Okay. Yeah, so he could do a tournament setting. He's not too old to, hmm. to do multiple matches over a couple days. Is he
1: forty, or is he just pushing?
9: Koji Kanemoto is listed here as fifty years old.
1: Surprised by that, but okay. Do you guys want to? That seems a little too old. Yeah.
9: Yeah, especially because he's he seemed fine. Yeah.
1: But do you guys want to include him?
9: What do you think? What do you think, Sam? Come on. Yes.
1: Okay. So we'll do so our, Yeah.
9: Alright.
1: So so our eight people, and I will list this on Twitter later as well. Good. Uh, are Bobby Lashley, Black Terry Jr., Dan Severn, <laughs> Two Cold Scorpio, Dick Togo, <laughs> Dan Moff, Doug Williams, <laughs> and Koji Kanamoto. Nice.
2: Uh, how did we get here? What a That's cool an Elite idiot. Eight. <laughs>
9: i wanted more luchadors
0: i don't know
1: like because like again with shoot style being i think more um more striking than grappling or at least uh, equal amounts of both like there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of young and or there's not a lot of old and good luchadors that i think would fit that yeah like someone like 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 negro Navarro navarro is great but yeah but like I don't know how great crazy is at striking.
2: I mean, but what <laughs> LA? True. I think LA Park could could do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see love to see a Tope Suicida in a shoot style match.
2: He <laughs> <sighs> just knows how to throw bones. Totally. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there it is. There's there's <laughs> there's our uh, our field of eight. Go us. What Go a dumb list. Never even a fucking team.
9: That was terrible.
2: We're bad. Uh, <laughs> We're good fans of shoot style. Next up, we have Skylar saying some rather controversial things, uh, a.k.a. positive things about the British wrestling scene. Uh, and then Tanner drops what is subtly one of my favorite things he's ever said uh, about his friends.
5: Sam, I know you don't watch Brit rest, but... Or progress, you've dissed it multiple times. See, What's British people... progress in Brit Russ. Well, yeah, I know he doesn't watch British wrestling in general. He doesn't even watch wrestling. Anyway, so real. Uh, there's, there is there is a uh, there is a star versus Sabre Jr. match from like the first round of their tournament, their Mark tournament. No, I, I don't
2: care about that. I watched the CZW version. It was great.
5: Pretty. I don't need pretty, to watch this I mean, Brit version. Both. I, I've seen both versions. progress version a little bit better. You know what's oh. crazy? It's good. I really like it.
2: You know what's crazy? Um. So I, I'm gonna, gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the. I'm show? gonna watch the David Starr versus Zack Saber Junior. match with the better crowd. And that's gonna be the CZW one. Like, oh, that's that, that's, that's that, about stiff as stiff a shot as you, on you on can you can give if the crowd, that crowd that is not as good as CZW. I
3: have a lot of buddies that were at Super Strong Style, and I am taking great offense right now. Yeah, well, your buddies are apparently fucking marks.
2: Um,
5: What? Talking bad about the tank. I'm adding adding some ads to the list. Talking bad about the tank. Every British wrestling person. That's what I call my my Twitter at rest on on the at uh, list.
2: Tara and I discuss the logistics of Nick Gage wrestling out of state after he was released from prison, as well as Veterans Day.
3: I'm just saying Nick Gage is wrestling in New Orleans. Hiroshi Tanahashi. No, he's traveling different states. He's working AIW. Is that like, legal? Is it legal? I don't know. This but he's working AIW. He's wrestling Tim Dons. I would I would think he is not stupid enough to get arrested for <laughs> violating his probation again.
2: I don't know. I don't know how he did it the first time.
3: That's just How he got arrested for it the first time? How because he... people filmed it. What'd he do? He got arrested for traveling across state lines. Which, now that I think about it, why did it take that long? Because he wrestled AIW after he got arrested. Tanner,
2: I think we're seeing the issue here. He's still traveling.
3: Ugh. Oh, shit. He's just working the same promotions he worked last He's, Nothing has changed.
6: Nothing You know, I has really like
3: the, ga- the Nick Gage system when you think about it. He wrestles for about six months, spends 18 months in prison, and just rinse and repeat. He never gets stale, and the dream matches are always on the table, because you want to see everybody versus Nick Gage.
2: I don't know who's left, though. Who's left for Nick Gage to
3: fight? Rush.
2: I don't know. I don't know if MLA's got it in him to to book this shit. Um, what if he yeah. just go he, he figures out a way to get down to Mexico and just never
3: comes back I could believe it what GCW already did one double shot with DT DTU yeah Make it could happen I didn't realize that uh, schlock was the DTU champion is he yeah I've learned that from the because he's defending the title against Eddie Kingston on November 11th where uh GCw Okay, okay. Game Changer Wrestling. Promotion uh, of the year, arguably. N- Nazi Sympathizer
2: defending the belt on uh, Veterans Day? Very interesting call.
3: Is November 11th Veterans Day? Yeah. Veterans Day isn't on a weekend, is it? Veterans Day is always the Friday, isn't
2: it? Fe- November 11th? Oh,
3: wow. Okay.
2: The, the whole... there was a saying here, Tanner. I'm not good at history, but something to do with the
3: world war two normandy my birthday's in december um I listen i haven't taken a history class since high school which is a long time at this point i don't remember anything um i haven't even been in school in years now so oh that's great you graduated the month we you started the podcast and now i'm here and now, now i'm here yeah so obviously life going very well
2: Next up, it is myself and J.R. Goldberg discussing appreciating wrestling for what you're watching, as well as breaking down the wonderful uh, Halloween Havoc 2000, very briefly.
5: And, like, so I was reviewing a Baron Corbin match, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and like, Baron Corbin gets, I don't know, not unfairly shit on, but, like, I think he's viewed as, like, a pretty mediocre worker, right? Uh, in some way, and, like, that's probably true, but, like, you can tell the way Baron Corbin was trained was to, like, wrestle in a way that pushes forward a narrative to get to specific, like, gif spots, for lack of a better term. And, like, all of his gif spots are really well-timed and really well put together. Um, So in some ways, like Baron Corbin is very good at the style of wrestling that the performance center was clearly trying to teach him, you know, like they they are focused on creating, you know, moments and and that people say that uh, to the point where it's like a meme almost, you know, but like it's true of their big shows and it's true of their matches, you know, like there are memorable spots within matches and like Baron Corbin it has very good timing and is able to hit like the deep six or whatever other moves he has it like at very, very interesting and notable ways uh, in ways that capitalize on the camera work of WWE shows. And, Uh, You know, it's it's clearly what they want out of performers like him, you know?
2: That's not a bad thing.
5: Yeah. It's it's a thing. It's what they want. Like, And if you're watching WWE television, like, you should go into it uh, knowing that that's how they're going to shoot their shows and that's how they're going to train their wrestlers moving forward. Like, that should be your expectation. You should punish people for wrestling in that style, you know? Uh, because you don't like that style or that direction, you know?
2: It's just also typically why I don't watch a ton of WWE pay-per-views. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: not quite the whole aesthetic uh, that I like. The whole right. presentation, the whole um, pacing, and what they built to uh, just isn't, isn't my cup of tea typically. Sure.
5: yeah. I mean like I like you know, I watch Puebla more than I watch any other show uh you know like I love watching Puebla every week but that's like objectively a terrible wrestling show like I don't you know so who am I to judge people that w- watch Raw Smackdown and Main Event religiously you know I don't know how people do it but yeah good well, for them like, I don't know, like, I don't understand why if you're going to devote six to nine hours a week to watching wrestling, why you would make it, you know, current day WWE. But again, like, that's not my decision to make, you know, like, that's not, I'm not judging anyone for doing that. I need to be stimulated
2: by so many different kinds of wrestling for my interest to keep up at this point. Um, Halloween Havoc 2000, fun fact, bad stage. No, no fun, cosmetics to it. I don't know what why was I'm throwing that, this at you.
5: What was the card for Halloween Havoc 2000? Because I would, I want to, I want a rundown of this card.
2: I, I very much do not remember what I watched. All right, that would I'm be gonna a, look
5: it up on. Get, fill some time while I look this up on Wikipedia.
2: That would have been very too much. But all I knew was, hey, let's see what all of these venues are looking like. These ramps are looking like for this awesome event because if I was playing the uh, old WCW video games, Halloween Havoc, that's on the top of the list for venues. I'm going to play every day, uh, every match. That's where I'm going because I love it. I love the atmosphere. And then when I came to this one, I was just like, oh, come on. The one thing you had going for you, nifty stages for Halloween Havoc, and you didn't deliver. And I was like, I don't need this. I got to go. All right then Sean Stasiak appears, and I'm like, I gotta, I really <laughs> gotta go.
5: we other wrestling to watch. We're, uh, all right, so I'm gonna run down the card for Halloween Havoc 2000. I've got it up on Cage Match here. So, first things first, we've got a World Tag Team Title Triangle Match, which is Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare defeat Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio Jr. and the Boogie Knights, who were Alex Wright and Disco Inferno. Uh, in 10 minutes, um, this match actually Meltzer rated it three and a half stars, which in 2000, like that's a, that's a solid match. Like I actually kind of want to go back and watch that now. Cause that usually means a match is pretty good. Uh, if Meltzer gave it three, if Meltzer gave a WCW 2000 match, three and a half stars, like that's,
7: There's that's a value there. Commitment.
5: There's value there. I think, um, cause the, the, the Meltzer stars are a sliding scale. We all know that. Um all right. Uh also I want to make a make note that the the commentary team was apparently a four man booth of Tony Shivani, Mark Madden, Stevie Ray and Conan. That sounds horrifying. Um all right.
2: Four man what booth. Else? That's that's what you want. Four man booth all times.
5: Yeah. I hope maybe like I don't I'm not going to go back and watch this, but like mate Maybe it was two two two-man booths. Did they have... No. They... No. Right? It's got to be... I
2: would hope so. That would just increase the charm.
5: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, There's a hardcore title match where Reno defeats Sergeant AWOL. Um, There's a tag team match of uh, Corporal Cajun and Lieutenant Loco versus Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak. Who is Lieutenant Loco uh oh is that chavo it's chavo right yeah. yeah yeah okay um there's a mixed tag match with conan and Tigress. conan d- double duty on this show i'll bet he got paid twice um, <laughs> he defeated shane douglas and Tori wilson um uh, there's a oh this is the show all right There's a DNA-first blood match between Buff Bagwell and David Flair. It's a a rather famous match in the the annals of late WCW history. Um, Mike Sanders defeated the Cat by count-out in a three-round kickboxing match for the WCW commissioner position. Um, There's a U.S. heavyweight match. Which was a two on one handicap match. It's good. Uh, it sounds
2: like it works out.
5: That's yeah. math. <laughs> which was Hugh Morris versus Jim Duggan and Lance Storm. Uh, Hugh Morris won. This show is heavy on the Misfits in action. Uh, really. Like, really heavy on the Misfits in action. Um, there's a singles match between Jeff Jarrett and Sting that went just over or just under 15 minutes that's that's probably the work great classic of the show right uh classic revelry. yeah
2: it will continue um, for for years and years
5: for years and years yeah uh, then there was a the world heavyweight title match did not main event that was booker t uh retaining against scott steiner by dq um and then the main event Three minutes and 43 seconds, Goldberg defeating both members of Chronic in the second handicap match of the show.
2: Can't make this stuff up?
5: Yeah. That's that professional is, wrestling. That is a card right there. Um, man, who is booking <laughs> Halloween Havoc 2000? Is that a Russo card? I, I feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah, all the matches are pretty long, though. Uh, And I don't see any, like, weird finishes. So, this may have been just, like, a Kevin Nash.
2: Just winging it. Just Just winging it, you know. Ah, (laughs) well, throw some names out there. We'll do this. Last but not least, myself and Skylar have a lovely chat about Cranio.
5: The start. uh, I mean, Cranio is, like, awesome. But that was, like, the start of me for, like, Cranio Mania, which now is just infected wrestling Twitter.
2: Cranio's been good for a while um, There's something just Angelic about watching A Tubby Tubby Lucia masked man Doing his damnedest out there and He's got the, the, the loveliest gear In the world Yes his uh,
5: There's uh, I feel like he's just one of those guys Where you just look at him And if you show him to someone who like doesn't watch wrestling They're like man who is that guy <laughs> He just has such, like, an insane look.
2: Um, he looks like a, a kaiju. Um, and it's Jesus. super, what?
5: Just the fact that he looks like a kaiju?
2: There's something wrong with that? That's what he looks like. Are right. come on. Come on now. Come on now.
5: I don't know if I would go that far. Why would you not go
2: that far? I like
5: I like him. He like I mean, doesn't look like a monster to me. He's very level, though. Jeez. I think my ten tweet is still, like, something about him being, like, big. <laughs> are are you at a motor rally? Uh, possibly. Okay. I just wanted to... I, just chuck it in. Just chuck it in. I was like, I do hear a loud noise. I wonder if that's coming through. Because I can oh, really hear It's
2: definitely coming through.
5: Oh, uh, you can edit it out.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm keeping this. It's all here. The show doesn't right. get edited. Um right. Well, I, I, uh,
5: I have a computer that I use that uh, will frequently make that sound and really haven't learned from college where I had a computer that would make a clicking sound all the time. Um, wasn't ideal. And eventually it did get way, way too hot and just like melted. Um, so I'm pretty much doing that with my new computer, too. So, oh, good. yeah, if you hear any exploding sounds, that's, that's probably why.
2: Your computer's exploding. Got it. Um. Okay, Mexico, got it covered. Japan. Well, that's
5: been the probably last why I've watched the most. The last territory. Um. You, yeah. You, I mean, what about Canada? I mean, as they say, okay, in Japan, me, it's a sport, and <laughs> Mexico, it's a religion. know, <laughs> You're not don't, you don't watching the Smash Wrestling.
2: Uh, do you watch the Smash Wrestling? Oh, no, of course not. God. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, <laughs> kind of weirdo, do you think I am? Do you watch Canadian wrestling that I'm unaware of there, is, is there, what's the one,
5: isn't there the one that like Stokely Hathaway is it, like Alpha One? Is that in Canada? Yes, that is. Yeah, it's I by, feel like I it's feel like, booked by Ethan Page, so it also doesn't count. Uh, God, why? So you've really, come on. Speaking of Ethan Page, I feel like the the promotion I've definitely watched the most this year in terms of in comparison to last year's DDT, which last year I watched like all the big stuff um, and spot-watched most of it. I mean, Sasaki was like my number two wrestler on my ballot for last year, but this year I've definitely like gone whole hog, watched every single show, Um, and it's been definitely the best promotion in Japan, like pretty easily, honestly. Um, I don't know how much you have watched. Probably
2: a little bit. I unsubscribe to DDT. Um, as the player just does not work on my computer for whatever reason. So that's Yeah,
5: cool. it, it also does not work on my computer. Okay. So, yeah, I watch it, like, on a mobile device and somehow it works better. But it is a truly terrible player. Uh, I've heard from people who are like yeah i like pay for ddt universe but i pirate the shows because like the player is so bad but i want to support them that's such an interesting move i just would not pay and then pirate it um it is that's like the the real hero guys they you know they have too much morals to be like no we're not uploading uh big japan anymore even though their streaming service is terrible (laughs) It's a moral move, one that I do not applaud. So, what is this note, that new noise I'm hearing? Oh, wait, is there a new noise? Oh, wait, here comes the motor noise again.
7: without me like, I, I can't do this so anymore. Like, like what should I, I what
0: should it. I be vested in watching
7: the show is Saber Jr. going against Tim Thatcher for the evolved title probably I would assume I can't I can't do this so hard like go on I can't, I can't I can't do this I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to work
1: i am waiting for i <laughs> am waiting for
7: <laughs> you need a It's Do with the best technical wrestlers in the entire world going against each other for the evolved title and the most premier company. You
0: got, you, you got me with Zack Sabre.
7: Okay. Oh, uh, no, Tim Thatcher? Okay.
3: Okay, so so tell me about Tim Thatcher.
5: I'm not. Okay, why we're is, done why with is, this. Why is he... I am.
7: Why is, I he, am, why is he, Tanner? Like, why is he the guy? Because <laughs> he's the best. Tanner, I'm going back to work. Tell say I left. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. This is your work. You're fucking the show. I I do enough of my social media stuff. I can't do this right now. I have to go back to work. I have to finish <laughs> Shine Eight and put it on the Blu-ray.
3: Okay. Oh jeez
7: This is so bad. This is just what's back. Just just okay. Bye.
3: <laughs> oh my God. He actually. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I, everyone's left. gone. Why why they leave?
7: I pulled them.